Big Boys Neighborhood. Good morning. I'm Deanna Woodard, Nike team. Hey, y'all. I'm Danika, founder of Runway for Peace. All right, we are going to get started. This is really exciting, and I think we all might be a little nervous only because this is the first one, but this is episode one of the For Her podcast brought to you by Shoe Palace, and we're also here with Nike, which is an amazing company. I think everyone knows all the great things that Nike does, but it is a company that celebrates diversity and strives to provide an equal playing field for athletes. At Nike, they believe that sport is a powerful tool for personal and community transformation, and that foundation is to help create a better future for the next generation. That's you guys. Sport changes you, and you can change the world. So today is going to be all about community, sport, inspiration, and taking the idea of those tools that you guys can change the world. We're passing this to you guys. You guys are the next leaders. For her is going to be a nine-month program for her, by her, where we focus on nine different pillars for her. We wanted to bring these community leaders from all facets of Los Angeles to come break down what sport community mean to them and how they can, how they're going to be breaking barriers within the industries to help change the world. And part of that is Deanna with Nike and Nike account executive. So what do you, give us a little bit of what you do. Um, so my name is Deanna, um, and I like to just say I sell shoes. <laughs> That's what I do. Um, I actually sell Nike. I, I cover the men's business, funny enough, um, for Nike. So uh, right now I cover Shoe Palace, um, and I'm responsible for working back with their team to make sure that we get the right product in store um, on time, ideally, um, and also sell apparel. So that's what I do for Nike. It's fun, right? Yeah, it's fun. Keeps me on my toes, that's for sure. <laughs> Especially Shoe Palace, but it's great. Yep. And Danica, founder of Runway for Peace, community leader. Um, tell us a little bit about Runway for Peace and how you got started with that. So Runway for Peace started based on well, let's start from the beginning. Um, when I was younger, I always dreamed of wanting to be a model. And I was so inspired by top models, Naomi Campbell and Tyra Banks. And they really provided that platform for me to see myself on the runway. Growing up in Compton, we didn't have programs where aspiring models can start, you know? So I decided that I wanted to start a modeling school. At a young age, I thought of this. And I thought I needed to have money. I thought I needed to, you know, be famous to be able to open up this program. But in reality, all I needed was my community. And so um, when I started Runway for Peace, it was kind of hard because I needed to cast models. Um, I needed to get sponsorships. And many people didn't believe in me at that time because they're like, who is this girl, you know? So um, I started with people I knew and they were excited because it was something new that I brought to the community. And that was in 2012. And so fast forward, um, Runway for Peace became one of the most anticipated fashion shows in the community with bringing over 500 attendees to come out and support the cause and um, where girls can come and showcase their talents. You said you started it, you had this idea really young, that you wanted to start, how young? I was in middle school. Wow. Yeah, I was in middle school. And because at the time, my mom, when she took me to Beverly Hills to like the agencies, mm -hmm. 
it was really expensive, like at the time, like $2,000. And my mom, she was a single hardworking mom and didn't have the extra money to fund, you know, something like that. So when I seen that it was $2,000 and I couldn't do it, I'm just like, well, we need a space in the community where girls can come for free to pursue their dreams. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I created that for them. What was it like when you first, like your first event? Were you nervous? Were you excited? So yeah, my first my first event, um, it was I was nervous, I was scared. Three of my designers dropped out last minute, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? The show is still gonna go on. I went downtown LA, I bought some clothes, <laughs> <laughs> and um and one designer last minute um happened to decide that she wanted to be a part of the show and so that was a blessing in itself as well but and it was a, ses- a successful event the show is going always <laughs> i think that's interesting because a lot of times we hear or see in that case as an audience the output and you don't necessarily see the input of what what happened so i'm curious to know where do you get that drive and motivation like where do you get that inspiration from to do those types of things so what really like fueled me to start my own fashion show was when I started modeling and going to auditions, I was booked for some, but rejected for many. Mm -hmm. And my last straw, and the reason why I was rejected was because I didn't look like the model they needed. You know, I wasn't as tall or I didn't have like a certain type of look. And my last straw was when I, went to an audition for this popular event called Project Ethos. And they kicked me out of line because I was too short. Like it was like hundreds of models in the line and they oh, wow. specifically came to me. Yeah. I didn't even I see my a- walk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I have a legit fierce walk. And so um, that really like, that was the last straw. And mm-hmm. that's when I was like, you know what? Like I need to start my event because I don't want other girls to have to go through that. At least they can, um, build their experience in their city, and then when they go out into the world, they'll already know what to do. You must have felt so frustrated because, like, I think a lot of times we do hear the word no a lot based on not only how we look, where we come from, what we sound like. That was more for me was like what my sound, my voice sounded like. But you are so confident. It's important to be confident in yourself because you may not have other people believing in you. And so if you decide to rely on other people's validation, then you're not truly happy with yourself and your abilities. So believing in yourself goes a long ways because it proves to yourself that you can do it. Mm -hmm. They can't tell you anything. They can't tell you nothing. Exactly. (laughs) So I'm curious too, I think, in my workspace, especially over the past year, there's been a lot of conversations about how it feels to be a black woman in a, in a corporate space um, or in the space period, right? Mm-hmm. Just showing up every day. I think we've been doing it since birth. We're not, we're not new to it, but there's a lot more conversation happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm curious, how does that work for you in the space that you're in? Like, how do you, how do you show up in that space as a black woman, born and raised in LA? Um, And how does that translate into the work you're doing? So um, showing up as a black woman is gold in general. But to show up as a dark skinned black woman, it just 
a little different because overcoming the insecurities of the color of my skin or the texture of my hair to be able to overcome that and use that to help other young girls to love themselves as they are and to be confident it's very important that I need to show up because I need to let them know that it can be done. Are there other women that you look up to? Because I can imagine it, a lot of girls looking up to you, but who is it for you? Um, so for me, um, I look up to my mom. <laughs> my mom, she she was, like I said, a single mom, raised three girls. Um, and she she did it. Like, no matter what she never showed us her struggle like she was always strong so for me like she was my idol to be st that strong black woman as well when you are walking the runway do you have like is there a different Danica that comes out is it like you know we all know Beyonce Sasha Fierce mm -hmm. do you have your alter ego so you know I don't have a different name, but <laughs> I do have a different attitude. So for me, it's just that fierce Tyra Banks energy um, with that sleek uh, Naomi Campbell walk. Mm. You know what I mean? So like those two are some bad women. <laughs> so like when it comes to um, runway, like I try to incorporate both of those styles of walks mm -hmm. and just get out there and do it. Is there any tips for an amateur model like myself <laughs> on how to do that? Because I want my inner Sasha Fierce to come out <laughs> any day. Yeah. So um, just be confident and keep yeah. your head up. Never look down. I remember I'm going back to you wanting to start this when you were in middle school. I remember who I was in middle school and there was no confidence. I mean, if you look back at the photos, you'll know why. But... <laughs> Where, where does the confidence come from though? Because where else are you pulling it on the days that are hard, the days that you might not be as strong, the days that there might be a negative comment on social media or a picture that you don't like, where does it come from? So for me, um, like even recently, I've been dealing with uh, trying to lose weight. And so I don't let it affect me mm -hmm. internally. Like I still step on the scale. I still smile at myself when I'm looking at those numbers <laughs> as opposed to allowing it to tear me down. Mm -hmm. Like I'm still, I'm still confident because inside, I know who I am inside mm -hmm. and I know, you know, everyone has room for improvement, self-improvement. And so, um, also I listen to, um, daily affirmations. Okay. Like I go on YouTube. It's this one that I just, I'll lay on my grass with a picnic blanket <laughs> And just listen to the sound of like, you know, you are beautiful. You are strong. Anything you touch will be gold, you know, things like that. And it really does work because that's the positivity that you mm -hmm. need in your mind to keep you going. We hear so much negativeness, I think, all the time over and over again. We start to believe it. But like doing the affirmations, if you're constantly hearing the positive, mm -hmm. you'll start to believe the positive. Yes. Um, what does sport mean to you? To me, sport is doing something that you love and finding a way to build a community. So with me, I use modeling to create a safe space for children to build their confidence and self-esteem. 
And even like I know some people might not necessarily think how is you know walking a runway sport, but you're walking. Yeah, you're, absolutely. And then when yeah. you're posing, like if you guys ever tried to pose, you're like, <gasps> and then the next like you're like a core. That was hard. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I'm working on my core right now. Hundred percent. I think you touched on something. I think a lot of people don't necessarily correlate. It's obviously sport being in this case modeling, but also the the mental toughness. Right. We learn that. Mamba mentality, mm -hmm. we hear that all the time, right? And I think um, it's interesting how you apply that in, in the space that you're in, in terms of the physical aspect of moving and the mental aspect. Yes. Can you speak more about how um, young women should lead with that or think about those types of things and be more intentional? Because I think you laying on the grass, which now I'm like, maybe I need to get my blanket <laughs> out and lay on the grass a little bit, um, but just how you set intention on those things. It's interesting. Um, so when it comes to modeling, it's not like you're, it's, you have to present like your whole self. It's mm -hmm. not like a brand like Nike, like I'm selling a pair of shoes. So if somebody mm -hmm. don't like it, it's okay because it's the shoe. But mm -hmm. I'm going into the world as myself being judged. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So I think like being intentional about who you are speaks for itself. And if they don't like how I look, you know, I'm still going to leave feeling great mm -hmm. because again, I know who I am and that may lead to another opportunity, you know, for me to showcase whatever it is that, you know, I want to showcase. And that takes, that takes practice. If you're not yes. always going to get it no. right every single time, but if you put the intention in, you put the work in, mm -hmm. it will, the consistency will get there. Why is it important for you to have created Runway for Peace that also supports other women? Um, well, one, it's, it's just always important to support other women because you want to see other women win. You don't want to be at the top by yourself. You don't want to be the only woman, you know, providing that space. Like, you want to celebrate other women. Uh, for me, like, if I can see where I can help someone else, I'm there to do it. Mm -hmm. Like I've helped other women with their events. I don't have to be in the forefront all the time. You yeah. know what I mean? I'm I'm in the background rooting you on like, hey, maybe you should do this. If this don't work, you should do that. You know what I mean? So it's still just um, having to encourage other women because we all can be great mm -hmm. at what we do in whatever lane that it is. It happens a lot too. You'll mm -hmm. see like a lot of people will... I always, I never like the uh, who wore it best because I always feel like they're putting two females, and I'm like, yeah, they yeah. both wore it competition. Yeah. They both yeah. look good, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it's interesting too that you talked about that because a lot of times we don't talk about the women supporting women, mm -hmm. and that's a, a big, a big thing. Even in this space together today, yeah. um, I think it's really great that we have this opportunity to do that. Um, so I'd be interested to hear other ways that you feel like women in general can support you. Right. You talked about how you support women, but you're running a community organization, a beautiful one. Where do you look to uh, support or for support? Um, so I for support like I'm always looking towards like social media because that has been like my community that really like um, push me and keep me going. Uh, Brittany and Amanda. Where y'all at? <laughs> like, you know, they make sure that, you know, I'm involved. Um, like, hey, we're having this event, you know, as, in terms of women. 
Adrian, I see you. <laughs> um, in terms of women, um, they they make sure that I'm involved. And even I was telling them before, like, I don't know if I can get back to doing get. I don't know if I can get back to do what I was doing because of the pandemic. It's been so long. It feel like the break was so long. And then they come with me, come to me with this stuff like, okay, we, we about to do this. We about to do that. I'm like, okay, well, I see where y'all are going with this. Okay. Like I need to step up my game, get out of this shield and, you know, go for it. Was it hard? How hard was it during the pandemic? What did you do? Uh, okay. So prior to the pandemic last year, um, unfortunately our building partner decided to close their doors on nonprofits in the community. Mm-hmm. So during that time, it was very important for us because we were just planning our annual Runway for Peace fashion show. So we really needed a space to um, rehearse. And basically that in itself postponed the event. I mean, well, the casting call. So I did it online mm-hmm. and it was a success. And then I had to postpone the rehearsals because I had to find a reliable building and so once I found the reliable building and we were rehearsing, then COVID hit. And mm-hmm. so literally a few weeks um, into, into the shutdown, they were like, um, well, before, before they like officially announced the shutdown, I'm like, nah, we still going to have the event. We still, cause you know, cause they was like just barely limiting. Like, okay, it could be a hundred people. Yeah. Then it's like, okay, then it could be 50 people. So I'm going with the flow. Like, okay, well it's just going to be 50 people, you know? But then when they like officially shut it down, I'm like, well, it's nothing. It's out of our hands. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So we canceled our show, our live event. And I was like, you know, we could have an online virtual show. So it took some creativity because I used a background of a runway and I had girls submit their videos and it was perfect because some of the girls who weren't able to make it to the casting call, um, submit their video in time, they were able to submit the video for the virtual fashion show. So they were still able, it was no cap as to how many people could be in the event because they're modeling their own clothes, um, in their own space. And so, um, the, the virtual event was, was great. And so also I took that time to rest because I was always just running around, mm-hmm. especially during that time. So I appreciated that break as well because I felt like I needed that. And you didn't, nobody knew they needed the break until the break came. <laughs> so like, you're like, okay, I could be on my couch laying down, <laughs> like, you know, feet up. And um, so the the pandemic was a blessing and a curse at the same mm-hmm. time. but. Um, we made it through. We're here. Yeah, we are here. <laughs> get ready to get started back too, yes, right? Yes. Which is amazing. So what does that look like as, as we start to finally open back up? Yes. Uh, how, what do you see the future of Runway for Peace being? Um, so I for sure will be um, casting soon for Runway Models. I know um, Adrian spoke to me about an upcoming event. So it's, it was a short notice, but you know we gotta we gotta get the ball rolling, yeah. and um, so we'll we'll be starting back very very shortly. That's exciting. Yeah, that's exciting. <laughs> when is how did your community cre- uh, not create you? How did your community inspire you and make you the person you are today? I'd say um, I think 
many people, unfortunately, you know, the stigma on Compton is is bad. And mm. I've I've lost many friends to violence. And I think the overall goal is just to make it better, you know, um, to showcase the more positive side that we do have talent. We do have um, we do have opportunities for people to, you know, pursue their dreams, you know. And yeah, I think that I think it's just be- it's just to show the positive side of Compton. Mm-hmm. Some people will leave their communities that they came from once they make some money or they hit, you know, get to a certain level and leave and never look back. Why would that never happen to you? Because I talk about those people for one. (laughs) Why aren't y'all in the community Mm -hmm. doing what, you know, and then it's like, okay, I, I can't tell you what to do with your, you know, money or whatever the case Mm -hmm. is. But for me, like, I want to see a change for the community. You know what I mean? So for me, it's just like, I have to come back. Like I have to, you know, inspire these kids to do better and provide that free program for the kids because they look forward to it. Mm-hmm. What's, can you share a story about a moment that kind of stopped you in your tracks and made you realize I'm really doing this? This is the runway for peace is a real thing and it's really happening. Yeah. Um, so it was my second fashion show and I was on stage saying my thank yous and, you know, um, you know, thank yous, goodbye, you know, things like that. And I just broke down crying. You know, I cried because I'm like, the second show was really, was big. That's when um, I had my first like 150 people in one, one room. And it was a surreal moment because the struggle it took for me to get there because I didn't, I wasn't officially a nonprofit organization. And so I didn't have any paperwork for people to be able to sponsor the event. So it was kind of hard. Like I worked, you know, to put up money for the building and, you know, things like that. And so just to see how many people actually came out Mm -hmm. to support the girls and seeing the girls backstage, like excited, like after the show, we did it, we did it. (laughs) And I'm just like, yeah, we did it, we did it, (laughs) you know? So I think that was like the surreal moment, like right there, just seeing it right before my eyes and be able to take it all in. What's your biggest inspiration? Like, what would you say? Like, really, you wake up every day. That's like the one of the biggest inspirations that you lead with. Um, so for me, um, although I am blessed and grateful for where I am today, my current situation um, inspires me to want to do better, want to be better. Like I'm not where I used to be, but also I'm not where I dream to be. I still have goals to achieve. I still have lives to touch and a legacy to build. What are, what are some of those goals? Yeah. Well, one to have a building with runway for peace name on it. (laughs) Like that's one of my, one of my biggest goals, because again, like Again, when I was in middle school, dreaming of having a school, Mm -hmm. a modeling school. And so um, just getting that building like that, like that's like an ultimate dream. (laughs) 
That would be amazing. Mm -hmm. So what would you say to young women who are working on their dreams and what they think that that looks like for them with their runway for pieces on the outside? Mm -hmm. Um, What would you tell them steps to accomplishing that? Um, So I would tell them to be confident. Um, Just because someone doesn't support your dreams does not mean you're Dreams are unable to be achieved um, and just go full fledged. You know, you'll make some mistakes along the way, but then you'll also find different alternatives to still make it work. You know, this lane may not work because it's blocked, but make a U-turn and go the other way. And that one will be open, you know. So just don't give up on your dreams and don't give up on yourself. Let's imagine that you could whisper in your 13-year-old ear, you can go back in time and give yourself some words of wisdom, advice, encouragement. What would you tell your younger self? I would tell myself to love me for me. It's hard. Mm -hmm. It is really hard. What advice can you give them to really, because it's so cliche. Sometimes it is cliche Mm -hmm. to say it, but it's the truth. It It really is the truth. But how can they truly believe it? You have to practice it. You have to say it every day. And sometimes, you know, I know some people deal with self-esteem issues like I've had in the past, but you still have to just embed it in your brain until you believe it. Like it'll just come naturally and and you'll start to feel it as well. Because when you feel good, you look good. When you look good, you feel good. You know what I mean? So I think it's just about practicing um positivity well i want to i haven't haven't had the chance to get to go to one of your events in the past what do we what don't we see because everyone that goes they see the runway they see everything Mm -hmm. great what's going on behind the stage behind the stage me running around like (laughs) trying to get the girls um you know and hair and makeup oh like girls not coming on time like like, where's y'all at you know so um it's a lot of um, it's a lot of running around back there, and then when the when the show start, it's, it's just boom. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like everybody is just. I think it's everybody's just so nervous and anxious to like get on the runway that like the little kids be running around. Now we trying to have arts and craft for them to do, but they just be running around because <laughs> they you know they kids. You yeah. know what I mean? So, um, but thankfully, you know, I have volunteers you know, who helped me as well. Um, but yeah, it's, it's crazy back there. Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> what have been some of the biggest learnings, like starting your own community organization on your own, having these dreams since you were in middle school? Mm-hmm. Um, what have been some of the biggest learnings to create something like that? Like, I think there's a lot of people that think, oh, I would love to do something in my community. I don't even know where to start, mm-hmm. one. And then two, any key learnings you would say, like, learn from this so that you don't do this if you do decide to kind of start your own organization in some way? I would say um, it doesn't have to get, it doesn't have to be perfect to get started, but you have to get started in order for it to be perfect. Mm. So don't set yourself back because it's not right. It's not right. Like do it, learn as you go, and then you'll be able to see the progress within itself. And so um, some of the mistakes that I feel like I've made was um, 
relying on other people. Mm-hmm. So that and that was just from the first fashion show when I said all three of my designers dropped out. You know what I mean? But you always have to have a backup plan. But I get it. Sometimes the backup plan doesn't come into play until you realize, oh, I need a backup plan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think it's just more so like, don't get discouraged. Just go out there and have fun and do it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I love that. What is your favorite music? We're just going to go a little aside. What's your favorite music to walk a runway to, though? Yeah. Artists? How does it inspire you? Um, My favorite, um, like, artists? Let me see. My favorite music, I do like um, hip-hop music, mm-hmm. Walking Down, because it's upbeat. Um, I do like pop music because I know, like, in some of my runway classes, because the beat is just, like, really fast, mm-hmm. and, you know, and it's fast and mellow, if that makes sense. So it gives you a pace mm-hmm. to be able to, like, really get the strut right. So um, as far as an artist, um, I know we modeled to, like, Selena Gomez before. Okay. <laughs> um Rihanna, you know, uh, what's that? Walk It. Um, ah. I forgot what to say. Something about walking or whatever. But yeah, but it's been so long, y'all. I, I, <laughs> but um, yeah, so those those type of sounds is like what, what keep us going and being confident on the runway. When it comes to uh, modeling, mm-hmm. what is, how would someone know that they really want to be a model? What would you tell them? Like, all right, if you really want to do this, here's some things that you should be prepared for. Um, So I'm not an agency. So I really don't know what they actually really, really look for. But I do know that um, you have to build your profile, um, your your um, portfolio, mm-hmm. build your portfolio, um, take photos, headshots, because that's the type of things that they want to see. Um, I think that's that's like okay. really important okay. is the portfolio. Are we're going to open up. your walk. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, don't forget to practice right, the walk right. part. And in heels. Thank you so much. Oh, I loved hearing you. everything from your story. And I'm excited to see all of your guys' vision boards. Same. Thank all right. you. All right. Okay. Let's do this.